0: If you ever want to be an entrepreneur, if there's one thing you're getting from Chris and I right now, go figure out how to sell, because there that's is right. no skill that you will use more. And I'll hear, oh, about leadership, guess what? If you can't sell, you ain't going to be a leader, because you ain't going to recruit anybody to work for you. I'm excited about today's interview. I have somebody who's exited two companies in the last 18 months for nine figures. Yeah, that's nine figures probably a lot more than you're doing maybe even more than you're thinking he's the founder of Soulgen Power Pure Light Power he's the founder of the Founder Podcast I've Chris Lee with me here today Chris it's great to have you on the podcast Great to be here appreciate it All right so you know the it, it's a hard lift to exit anything you know above seven figures heck I'd say it's you know for a lot of people it's hard to exit a seven figure yeah,
1: it's hard. I think it's just hard to exit a business in general. Exactly,
0: but yes. I was going to say. So you've you know you you've married two beauty queens, according to this uh, bio I just gave you. So what what do you think? I'm going to get into why you were an entrepreneur and all that. But when I introduce anybody who's exited, because we do, it is hard to exit. It's hard. Now, I will say some businesses have high valuations right now. And I think it's going to come to bite some buyers in the rear end. But I'm not going to go down that rabbit. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole right now. So w- w- what do you think this the secret was to your two exits? The type of business you had, or or was it you, you know, there's a lot of reasons why people want to buy a company. What do you think the strength was and because you sold it pretty, you know, pretty good, good money, and two of them, you know, within 18 months.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I, th- I think two things, uh, yeah. one is building an extraordinary, uh, culture, right? right? For us, culture was everything. It was by design from the very, be- from the very beginning, we were building this thing to be able to sell as well. Just good, clean business, clean books, clean operations. And then, uh, and then a, uh, an incredible sales force right and so building building a, a sales force that was unique that had unique marketing strategies that uh really couldn't be replicated and and so uh you know those those were probably the the two most important things in building something for exit
0: yeah i think what you said in was the key and i I've, I've used that phrase before in in one of my books you 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 start a business knowing you're going to sell it even if you never think you're going to sell it but you start it from day 1 doing the right paperwork you know having the right books clean books showing the money trail showing assets showing sales i mean you know somebody should be able to look at what you've got in a fairly fast amount of time and know whether it's real or fake
1: yeah ex- exactly and so you know and, and there's so much that goes into that right holding uh, you know having regular audits having uh, you know good clean sops that are documented that you can be like hey this is exactly how the company functions you know and and uh and to your point you don't necessarily have to sell just doing that is good business that allows you to eventually sell. Yeah.
0: I've I've said, if you did two things, when you started a business, you, you, you'd build a better business. Number one is you build it to sell. That means you're going to have clean operations, paper trail on everything. Um, second, is build it like you would franchise it that'll force you to put systems in place so that it can operate beyond your control in other words so you, it makes it selling it easy because it's designed it's got systems in place it's got training in place and it can tr- it's so much easier to transfer that business to a new owner absolutely absolutely so you, you what do you, what do you do when you exit two businesses for nine figures um you know you're a pretty young guy <laughs> what's next
1: That that's a great question. I I went through a little bit of identity crisis uh, at the beginning because it's like, hey, this is what I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to spend more time with my family. I have five kids, right? Me and my wife. And uh, and so but you can only spend so much time with your kids. Right. That the void of thank you for saying that,
0: because (laughs) I I apologize (laughs) because I have to say that, listen, my kids adore the ground I walk on, but not 24 hours of me.
1: Yeah, yep, yeah. and, and yeah, so I mean, you got 6070 hours that you got to fill this void with. And, and so you go and you go to all the baseball games, you go to all the everything and you're just like, wow, I still have 40 to 50 hours. And, and I don't know what to do with myself. And so Um, one one of the things I I decided to to get into was podcasting, because I really love networking with incredible people telling stories. And so I launched the founder podcast, it's, you know, it's catapulted to a top 50 business podcast in just two and a half months. So I really enjoyed that. And and really, the next thing for me is I realized I want to grind, I want to continue to do things, but I want to build it around a lifestyle that allows me to be at all the sports games allows me to be at all the kids activities. And so Really the next thing for me is I'm investing in and consulting in businesses and uh helping helping guys that are stuck in that 7 8 figure mark catapult to that that 9 10 figure type uh type exit.
0: Yeah, no, I mean it, it, you know when you've done it obviously you know I always say if you want to learn how to do something find somebody who already did it. <laughs> I yep. Can't can't make it any more simple, you know, if you, that 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 is the roadmap. Yeah, I mean the one thing I throw out there to you, you know, obviously somebody's Raised children, and we we did, you know did a good job with that, and and I always say I never missed anything. The only thing I ever missed was a piano recital, and I did it on purpose, Bailey. On purpose <laughs> had nothing to do with business. I want to be clear about that. Everything else I attended, um, is partnering. Partnering in business has been the secret that I have found. Keeping my sanity. I always say I'd rather have fifty percent of a lot than hundred percent of a little. I'd rather have fifty percent of something I didn't have to work. Hundred hours a week for, you know, it's it's that one sweet spot of of when you know, especially with the knowledge you have and you have, you know, you you know, there's only a few things you need to start a business. You need capital, okay, and you need a good idea. You're probably got those two covered. So the thing that's missing is time, you know, getting somebody to go alongside you because you don't even have to give a great piece of the pie probably to get a partner because you, I don't have to anymore. I'm I can put the capital. I have the capital. I have the infrastructure. I need bodies. Right. I need sharp people to run with me.
1: Yep. You know, you you bring up a great point. Uh, Both both my businesses were built with partners. Uh, You know, I because I knew that I could run faster with incredible people than I could uh, alone. And I've never met a. Uh, a billionaire that did it completely on his own, and and so uh, you know one one of the things that we did in building our businesses was motivate people with equity. Now we didn't give away the whole pie, right? It was just slivers of the pie, and you know somebody will bleed for two things: one, culture; two, a slice of the pie, no matter how small it is. And uh, you know, and that's that's the thing that I that I founded my businesses, and and really what we're using to go and scale additional organizations.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. So when did you know you were an entrepreneur? I'm um, obviously we. know that now we got two exits we've that that, we've established that but when did you know okay man i can't work for anybody
1: you know i started selling cutco when i was 18 years old and uh had my had my first job when i was nine delivering newspapers and selling newspaper subscriptions and stuff Uh, but when i was 18 i sold cutco and i realized man i really like creating value with just my intelligence right? Like it, this isn't just a trade hours for, for a thing. And, but at that point I was planning on being a doctor and uh, while I was going to school, going to, going to get my bachelor's in science, um, I started knocking doors and uh, doing door-to-door sales. And, you know, when I figured out that I could make nine or not nine figures, sorry, yeah. six figures, different, yeah. different. Um, I could make six figures in a three and a half mi- uh, month period. I realized, you know, this is fun. I like creating things. And so I dropped out of college at the age of 24 to start my very first business, because I thought I knew everything it took to go and build a business and uh, found out very quickly I didn't. And uh, within two years, I uh, tried scaling really big, lost everything, had filed chapter seven bankruptcy, uh, you know, lost investors' money, all kinds of stuff. And, and I was humbled really quick that, uh, man, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to build things, but I really don't know how. And so, you know, I spent the next few years building a few little things and not really scaling them. But then I eventually went back to work for somebody else with the with the intent to be paid for education. And so I went and worked in a sales job for somebody that was scaling really big businesses. And I just went there to study them while being able to have a little bit of entrepreneurial spirit in the sales world. And so, you know, I, I've really, really known since then that, that I want to go and build anything. So when I eventually went and launched this business, it was very on purpose, very like, like this, I, I knew strategically exactly what we were going to do. We were going to bootstrap this thing. We were going to take on debt. We weren't going to take on investors. I was going to attract really good talent for low salary and and a piece of the upside and uh, and just create culture by design. And so, I mean, that that's kind of the, the whole story that that eventually led to where we're at today.
0: Yeah. No, there's you know, if you if you can get a team, that's the secret to anything, because it creates momentum. I always say there's, you know, in in sports and in business, your greatest friend is momentum in sports and in business, your greatest that's enemy right. in sports. If you've ever played baseball, you know what it's like that momentum go against you. <laughs> and when it does, you can't you can't stop it. If you've been in business, you you know the same thing. It's funny you talk about Cutco knives. I joke about this, but um I actually sold Cutco's too. Actually, out of the Northeast region, it was Vector Marketing at the time, and I'd set the record yep. for the most thousand dollar weeks in the history of the company. My entire grad school, I sold a thousand dollars a week, and then when I graduate, when I was done, I I was done. And the way I did it is, I I hit the fifty percent really fast, like. In like six weeks. And then I hired high school kids to sell under me. And this is the funny thing about it is one of those ends. He's he's actually was a prosecutor uh, in the, uh, which we call a federal prosecutor. I was in church a few months ago and everybody had masks on. Right. So you can't tell anybody. I turn around, you know, just to kind of do the high thing. You know, they do it in different. And he reaches over. This person reaches over and gives me a hug and whispers in my ear. It's Grayson. That's a name that you don't forget. Grayson's kind of, you know, not, not. And I'm like, that was one of the guys who sold knives for me.
1: That's awesome. And I took him
0: and his wife to dinner last Thursday night. And we were talking about cut coat knives. That's kind of like where he's like, man, he goes, you, you know, he goes, Man, you just had us so on. We were so fired up, man. You said you had your whole group of us selling those knives. And I'm like, because once I hit 50%, I never sold another knife. I, that's where I learned partnering. I'm like, OK, wait. I give them 25%. I make 25% to do that's- nothing but write up the orders. I On Monday, I'd write up the orders at my house, bring them to the meeting you know, and they, oh, Sean hit 1600 again this week. You know, he sold blah, blah, blah. You know, he sold the, the, the you know, all the different sets. They had the galley. There you go. The galley was like the $395. I still remember this is 30 years from now. That's 30 oh, years yeah. later. And I took him to dinner last Thursday night. So I, That's It's just awesome. a funny story because I still have Cutco knives upstairs. That You will learn how to sell though. That's a fact. You go, it, do two things, sell Cutco knives or go sell Bibles. I always say either one of them will teach you. That's They're so like, cool. yeah, you know, go, go, you know, because I used to have roommates, you know, that would go go sell Bibles, and they would just drop them off in like Ishbuck, two Tennessee, with like six boxes, and we'll pick you up in eight weeks. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, nothing will uh, get you get you prepared for life more than that.
0: Yeah, man. If you can sell, if you can, it's just gonna. If you ever want to be an entrepreneur, if there's one thing you're getting from Chris and I right now, go figure out how to sell. Because there is no skill that you will use more. And I'll hear, well, oh, about leadership. Guess what? If you can't sell, you ain't gonna be a leader because you ain't gonna recruit anybody to work for you. So what do you see as kind of like your next, you know, business thing?
1: So I'm I'm very much a strategist and I can identify, you know, issues and potential within businesses. And so uh, really the the next step for me is is partnering with businesses that are that are at a plateau that have been around for a while haven't experienced a lot of growth maybe they're just been steady and coming in and giving them a new fresh of eyes uh how to market and sell and and scale at a and attract good talent so So, uh, yeah, that's that's the that's the next step. I I have a have a business called Aeros Financial in which we we come in and we and we partner with businesses. And and, uh, I bring in my management team that's worked with me over at SoulGen and whatnot. And and we consult and we help and we help scale. Yeah, no. And people need to do
0: that. I always say insanity is is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Very often you're missing something. And, And the reason why you know that is because you're not growing. And to continue that. And there are times when you got to give up. A, again, I said, I'd rather have 50 percent of something growing than 100 percent of something dying. Absolutely. So, there you go. So, Chris, how can my, you know, my audience, you know, how can they connect with you? And And, you know, if they have a business that's maybe not doing what they would like it to do, but, you know, take it to the next level
1: yeah so i'm on all social media platforms at chris lee qb like quarterback um that's that's my uh my handle on instagram and everything and then of course my podcast the founder podcast it's on uh all all major channels uh you know apple or whatnot but yeah, so we uh, w- one of the things that we've been focusing on, we've been hosting masterminds of business owners. Um, this is really just to create deal flow, get people in the door, um, and and be able to help identify uh, issues. And so, yeah, uh, you know, we we hold different events, we hold different masterminds. If anybody would like to come and attend one, that's that's really uh, the the best place to really interact with me.
0: All righty, Chris, thank
1: you.